All right, so we are live. Good evening. It is yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, your favorite board certified internist, host of the Real Physician Reacts. This is your first time catching this live series, or you're listening to it on the podcast. This is my weekly show where I just give my personal thoughts on something that comes across my social media platform. And lo and behold, like it just is as if the as if the world knew that I needed something to talk about today. And we got the CDC dropping some new guidelines on COVID-19. A lot of questions, a lot, a lot of a lot of thoughts, I could tell you, first and foremost, but I will get to it, right? So when I want to give a quick summary on what some of the changes were in general. And then we're going to be talking about like what I think about it, why I think we got to the point that we had the changes we had, and and let's so let's 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 get to it, right? So let's we're going to be sharing, or uh, we're going to be looking at an article from uh, CNN, just kind of giving a nice little brief guideline. Then I'm going to take you over to the actual PDF uh, article from the CDC, and we're going to be really focusing on this aspect of isolation because those are one of the biggest changes that have occurred with this newer guideline change. Now, what has not changed? If you're sick, stay away from people. What has not changed? Get the vaccine. And more importantly, if you've gotten the vaccine and not have gotten boosted, go ahead and get boosted. So those are like fundamental things that we recognize that people who are vaccinated and especially boosted do extremely well against COVID-19. And it just continues to show over and over and over again. Like the numbers, the numbers haven't lied since the beginning, despite what detractors and people who are anti-COVID-vax or anti-vax in general will tell you, the numbers have never lied. Those who are protected from COVID-19 are those who gotten vaccinated against COVID-19. Those who are in the hospitals predominantly are those who are not vaccinated. And I think an overlying theme, and I'll mention this at the end, an overlying theme of what's happening is I think enough is enough. I think we've been talking for two plus years to, it's roughly about 30% of the country who can get it. We've been talking for two plus years, hey, this is something you should get. This is something we recommend. We know it helps. So I think at this point, a lot of people are kind of tired. Like if you look at content creators, if you look at just the news cycle in general, you're not seeing a lot of discussion associated with COVID-19. Even though for the past two days, we've had 100,000 plus cases on Monday, Tuesday. Like, So a lot of people are still being diagnosed with COVID-19. But what we know is that because we've done... And I don't want to say a good job. I'm not going to say a good job. But we've done the job of getting people vaccinated. And the fact that we're close to about 70% vaccinated, something that we asked to try to do about a year and a half ago. And the fact that we're getting inching closer and closer, that despite having these significant number of cases increase, those who keep getting affected are those who have kind of turned a deaf ear to us. Those who have kind of said, you know what? I ain't getting vaccinated for whatever reason. And it's not because it doesn't work. I'm not getting vaccinated for my personal reasons. 
Those are the people who are majorly sitting in the hospitals to this day. Those are people who are still dying from COVID-19 to this day. And remember, I didn't say that those who've gotten vaccinated and boosted aren't also sitting in the hospitals. But when we're talking about percentages, it still leans towards those who have not gotten vaccinated. And I think the onus has gotten to the point, which for a lot of people, a lot of my content creators, a lot of my doctors, a lot of my public health professionals, what they'll tell you is that if at this point you're not getting this vaccine and you've seen millions of people die from said vaccine, like what can we do? Like you see my shirt. My shirt says I'm vaccinated, but I still want you to stay away from me. It just is what it is. So let's let's uh, let's let's uh, look at the CDC article just so we can get a, a, an idea of what's going on. So CDC ends recommendations for social distancing and quarantine for COVID-19 control. No longer recommends tests to stay in schools. And that's a big thing. Obviously, school is starting up for a lot of us in this country. And the CDC is saying, hey, you don't even have to test to to you don't even have to test negative if you're in schools to stay in there anymore. Right. So this is just some of the changes. So let's look here. Um, in new guidelines released Thursday, the agency no longer recommends staying at least six feet away from other people to reduce the risk of exposure. So you remember when we were doing all of the social distancing, I mean, big myself up when we were doing the social distancing, when we were separating chairs, when we were keeping space amongst each other to try to keep people their room, they're going back to normal. They say, hey, you know what? At this point, we're not recommending it. Now, and I want to keep stressing at this point, they are not saying that doing those things was not effective. They're saying do those things at this point here where you have a majority of people who hopefully are vaccinated and hopefully are boosted. At this point, we're not getting the same bang for its buck. And because we're not getting that same bang for a buck, we don't really recommend it no more, right? Just so we're clear of what they mean when they say uh, at, at this time. Uh, this shift is a sign in how much has changed since the beginning of the pandemic more than two years ago. Uh, nearly the entire U.S. population has at least some immunity through vaccination or previous infection. We'll, we'll show that in a little bit. Uh, current conditions of the pandemic are far different from those of the last two years, right? Which uh, Greta Masseretti, who leads the field epidemiology and prevention branch at CDC says. So let's let's talk about that a little bit. What, what, what does that mean, right? So what has changed over these two years? I kind of mentioned it. I said, hey, two years ago when this pandemic first hit and once we were able to kind of rev up, get vaccines, get treatments, we were screaming, hey, everybody get vaccinated because if we can get vaccinated, we can slow down this curve. It didn't happen. We, we know the history. It did not happen. Millions of people died in this country. Million plus died in this country. People are still dying today. Again, I just mentioned, you know, this week alone, we've had over 300,000 new cases of COVID. So COVID is still here. But what they're saying is, yes, COVID is still here, but the deaths aren't here as much as it was before. And they're saying the severity isn't as much as it was before, especially as COVID-19 continues to go through mutation after mutation, a few weeks ago, we talked about the BA5 variant. So as, as variations continue to occur, they're saying, hey, yep, this is a, this new strain. Yeah, it may affect a lot of people, but a lot of people aren't getting sick. That was one of the things we kind of mentioned with the difference between Omicron and Delta, that a lot of people can get this COVID-19 
but it's not as deadly as Delta, but because so many people are getting it, a lot of people are dying. So we're seeing, again, weaker strains, even though, yes, a lot of people are still getting infected, they're not causing the severity of disease. And again, the reason why they're not causing the severity of disease is because those of us who said, you know what, I'm going to get vaccinated to protect myself, to protect the family, did so. So that that spread, that, that, that uh, you know, I'm going to get everybody sick. That's what COVID is doing. I'm going to get everybody sick. And, no, that's not happening. So yes, people are getting sick, but now they're getting sick. They're getting ill. They're getting a cold. They're not, they're not on their deathbeds anymore, fortunately, which we are so appreciative of. So let's let's go back to go back to our picture here. Let's see. High levels of population immunity due to vaccination and previous infection, and the many available tools to protect the general population and protect people at high risk allows to focus on protecting people from serious illness from COVID nineteen. The new CDC guidelines say contract tracing, another hallmark during the pandemic, should be limited to hospitals and certain high-risk groups, living situations, such as nurse, nursing homes, rehabs. And the guidelines de-emphasize the use of regular testing to screen for COVID-19. So let's talk, again, let's talk about that. Like, what does that mean? So essentially, they're saying that right now, when you got COVID-19, like before, I would say, oh, hey, Barry got COVID-19. Like, let me see who all... Barry's been in contact with and worry if I have to worry about Barry causing another outbreak. Right now, they're saying, yeah, we don't think that's even needed no more. But let's say you're hospitalized. Let's say you're hospitalized and that one person gets sick and another person gets sick in a hospital or in a rehab center or in a nursing home or an ALF. Those are the people you want to kind of keep a much closer track on. And this aspect of reducing the number of regular testing guys we all know and i said this before they sent us home tests like they sent everybody home tests and what they're saying now is hey you don't need to keep doing all those home tests more importantly you don't need to keep checking just see if you got it if it's not severe stop checking that's what they're saying if it's not severe don't check if it's not severe don't let us know you're checking because if it's not severe enough we're going to still tell you to come to work Right. That's that's what's happening now uh, with these this new shift. Right. So remember, the shift isn't that they're saying, hey, like COVID-19 is over. We don't got to worry about it. They're saying, hey, COVID-19 is here to stay. And it's because COVID-19 is here to stay. We got to start thinking and planning like this is going to be like the flu. I told people, yes, we're going to get to a point where we're taking COVID-19 shots every year. I will be the first person in line taking COVID-19 shots every single year. Full disclosure, just in case anyone was ever concerned of where I stood on the vaccine. Like I said, again, I'm vaccinated. Still want you to stay away from me. But when we talk about this aspect of severe illness, now that's where their focus is going. Their focus is, hey, what can we do for our patients who do get COVID-19 and get severely ill from COVID-19? We already know the people who are, that's going to be. Those who couldn't, who literally for some reason can't get the vaccine, those who won't get the vaccine, those are who are immunocompromised, those who have more higher comorbidities, including strokes, heart attacks, coronary artery disease, diabetes, hypertension, like those fact, those patients, kids as well, those patients as well, those are the ones we're going to be more focusing on. So if, if you don't really fit that category, like we're not necessarily stressing you, right? So you see this shift and management occurring associated with COVID-19, which again, I think is something 
we have to be weary of, right? Like I said, you, you're going to get my thoughts in a little bit, right? Because I, I, I definitely got some thoughts on that. <laughs> Outside of the ones I've already been telling you, um, the new guidance also the new guidance also does not advise quarantining people who have been exposed to COVID nineteen but are not affected. So this is actually what's, what's different without this is that when if you are vaccinated, this did not matter. So this was not a thing. Like if you if I got exposed to someone who had COVID nineteen, if I was vaccinated and boosted, I did not have to worry about quarantining. This was a direction and change for those who've been unvaccinated. So you'll see a lot of the changes don't really don't really jive or even fit for those who have been vaccinated and boosted. This is a guideline change and a summary of changes for the unvaccinated. And this is again, which is a conversation we're going to have. The unvaccinated over time have essentially told us that hey, like this is what it is. This is where I'm going to be at. Like, I'll take the risk. And what the CDC and what a couple of the experts on here mentioned that they're 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 kind of saying, OK, you know, what? they're ready to take the risk. So if they're willing to take the risk, let's change our guidelines up, because those who have vaccinated, those who have boosted, those who have wore a mask when they needed to wear a mask. You know what? You've done your job. So we're not going to keep restricting your your life. Uh, in in the difference because we know we're having to compensate for others because that's what was happening um, with the unvaccinated. We were essentially compensating for the others. New guidelines also tailor advice isolation for people who became very sick from COVID-19, people with moderate symptoms, and those who are hospitalized should stay at home for at least 10 days. People with immunocompromised immune systems should talk to their doctor about ending their isolation after an infection. And also says those who test positive who test positive to stay at home for at least five days and wear a mask for another 10 days. It also continues to wear, it continues to recommend that people wear a mask indoors in about half of the country. So again, and I wanted to highlight that because I know y'all, a lot of y'all can't wait to rip your mask off. We are still recommending wearing your mask, especially if you're in an area where you, you just feel like, all right, there's way too many people in here. The ventilation ain't right. Let me, you know what? Let me just protect myself. So it's still saying uh, wear that mask. So what we're going to do is going to look at a graphic of the CDC, just so you can kind of get a visual picture of what they want a person to do from an isolation standpoint if they've been uh, positive for COVID-19. So let's, uh, let's take a look here, which again, I think is something that I think needs to be done. And again, what we're doing now, we're just making the adjustment that we have to make for the unvaccinated. Really, this guideline, I'll, I'll say it, is a change for the unvaccinated. Like we're, we're finally saying like, all right, guys, like y'all want to do what y'all want to do. OK, we'll just this is this. This is what y'all been asking for. So this right here, let's uh, if we can get a little focus here is for those who have been. Uh, it's, all right, there you go. Um, so these is recommendations for isolation, masking, and additional uh, precautions for persons with COVID-19 illness or who receive a positive test. So day of symptoms, that's day zero. They want you to isolate right now for one to five days. I mean, stay at home, stay away from others. Let me make sure. Yeah, you can see. Um, stay at home or stay away from others. In fact, let me big it up even better so you can see. It. No problem. All right. Yeah, that should be it should be five perfect. Um, so day one through five, isolate, wear your well-fitting mask around others at home, avoid persons in the household who are at high risk for severe illness. I kind of mentioned that. So day six is where the change is occurring. Remember, all of that 10-day rules out. 
out of here. Don't even think about it. No fevers for 24 hours and no other symptoms. They want you to go ahead and end your isolation. You're ending your isolation, but when you go home or when you go around others, keep your mask on. How many of us think that when a person who gets diagnosed with COVID-19 after day six, they come out of hiding, will actually stop wearing the mask? The likelihood is no, not going to happen for most people. And again, they still want you to avoid the high risk uh, patients, right? Or avoid getting contact with someone who is high risk. But if you're still having fevers, if you're still having issues, they still say, you know what, go ahead and and get tested. Go ahead and continue uh, to do your isolation, right? Like that's that continue fever-free for 24 hours and other symptoms continue to approve. Now, what about testing, right? So no access to testing or choose not to test. You can stop wearing a mask after 10 days. If you have an ac- if you have access to testing, if you get tested on day six and it's negative, guess what you don't have to do? You don't even have to wear your mask anymore, right? So again, let's so, so we can kind of get that picture in our head. From day one to five, you're quarantined, you're wearing a mask around everybody. Day six, if you come out with a negative COVID test, guess what? Not only can you do you not have to isolate, but you also don't have to wear a mask anymore. But if you're if you're still positive or for some reason you can't get it, you have to wait until day 10 uh, for that to occur. Right. So, again, I just wanted to show that. And the this the, the this paragraph is actually in uh, my show notes as well. So, you know, you can quickly look at a P graph on the CDC website, right? But So let's get to my personal thoughts, right? With the CDC, the change associated with COVID-19, what I think about it, where are we at as a country, especially here in 2022, especially while we're dealing with this monkeypox outbreak, right? Like, what does it mean for us? So do I agree with some of these points? Yeah, I think so, right? And the reason why is because I'm one, again, I'm vaccinated. I'm one of the vaccinated people. Right. So I'm one of the vaccinated people. I'm one of the boosted people. Majority of these guidelines weren't talking to me anyway. So I want those who were vaccinated and boosted to understand that a lot of these changes are for the unvaccinated. Like this is who these changes are. They're not necessarily talking to us. They're talking to the unvaccinated when they're saying, hey, you don't have to quarantine if you get exposed to someone with COVID-19. That's because the unvaccinated had to quarantine. When they're saying, hey, you know what, after five days come out, right, again, unvaccinated, right? So they're doing a lot of things, which because they're acknowledging, which is something I've said before, is that the unvaccinated are going to do what they do. And you, we, right, as a country have to stop delving so much energy and rules and restrictions based on them, right? Based on them. If you want to be unvaccinated, cool. Your risk, you got it, right? I want to not have to stand six feet from people anymore, right? I want to, these are things that we were kind of championing for for about a year and a half, right? When we told everyone, hey, if we can get all of y'all vaccinated pretty quickly, not only we can flatten this curve, which we did not, not only can we flatten this curve, but we can decrease the number of people who died. Again, a million people have died so far. We can we can drop all of these risk factors if we just do it. And we had a lot of again, remember, you guys remember, right? They probably still I don't know if they still do it now. Remember, they were terrorizing the school board meeting, right? They were protesting out of outside of hospitals, right? They were begging to eat dewormer medication. Like they were doing everything they could, right, to defy any rules or restrictions because it was what did they say? My body, my choice, BS, 
right? That's what they were doing, right? They, the anti-vaxxers, or what they will tell you is I'm not anti-vax, I'm anti-COVID-vax, whatever that means. Have no clue what that even means. Now, mind you, a lot of those same anti-vaxxers have been begging for a monkeypox uh, vaccine. Again, a whole nother discussion. We will talk about it on another video. So when you have these new changes here, I don't want those who are vaccinated, and especially if you're vaccinated, make sure you get boosted. I don't want those who are vaccinated and boosted to fear, right? We're just They're just looking at the reality at hand. The reality at hand says, hey, you know what? We're not getting a lot of kids, uh, parents bringing their kids to get vaccinated. That's just not happening. The those that 30% of people who could get vaccinated, it just not happening, right? Like they're they're stuck in their ways and they're okay with being the higher percentage who gets hospitalized every single year. And they're trying to again trying to start the process of trying to move. Now, again, remember, we're geocentric. This is a geocentric discussion we're having right now. These loosening restrictions is a geocentric discussion. This is a United States discussion. There are parts in the world who would love to have our problems. They don't have our problems. They don't have our vaccines. They don't have our, our, our medications for prevention. They don't have our medications for treatment. So what I'm talking right now is a United States issue right now. The United States has figured out that, hey, that block of people, the unvaccinated or can't get vaccinated, like they're going to stay there. We got to start moving on with our lives. We got to accept the reality that, you know what, parents may not be bringing their kids to get vaccinated like we thought they were. Or the adults who, even though they saw their mom, their grandma, their friend, their sister, even though they saw other people around them die, they're not getting vaccinated. We have to be okay with that because they are okay with that. And if, again, I've been saying this since, the, since, since kids were able to get vaccinated, I've been saying like, hey, Guys, we need to start having a different conversation. I've been telling my content creators, guys, like stop wasting your energy on people who clear that this they don't want they don't want your information, they don't want your help, they don't want the knowledge that you give, right? Don't give that extra energy to them. Give it to someone who actually has genuine questions, genuine concerns about what's going on. Like that whole discussion of us talking to people who don't want to get, we don't do that no more. Why? Because now everyone who we want to get vaccinated and boosted can do that. Like, like that's done. We got vaccines for kids. We got vaccines for adults, obviously. Like we're good over here. So if you want to stay over there, you like, you got to stay. So like, I fully expect, I fully expect, I told my wife this. I fully expect people who've been telling me for about two years, I don't trust the CDC. Nothing the CDC says will ever like, no, get the CDC out of here. The CDC is bought. I fully expect a groundswell of people who all of a sudden are like, oh, yes, it's all about the CDC. Yes, we we recognize the CDC as the, the, the health leader that they are. Like, yes, I want to follow everything the CDC tells us. I fully expect that you're going to get a slew of people who all of a sudden love everything about the CDC. And again, it's, it's that's one of those biases that occur that now that the CDC says something that they really, really want to hear, they're all for it. They, they go ahead. And we're looking at you. Like those who've been on this side, vaccinated and boosted and, and enjoying life, 
understanding that they've been much more protected than everyone else. Like we see the hypocrisy here. And fortunately, because you got physicians like me, I got no problem calling out the hypocrisy. It just is what it is, right? So again, I'm your truly Dr. Barry Pierre. Thank you for joining me for another session of The Real Physician React. Shout out to all the replay viewers who will be catching this whenever they catch this. I'm going to see you guys next week. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Go to watchdrberry.com. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. And make sure I see you next week. Or if you want, if you subscribe to my podcast, the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry podcast, the audio version will be out this week as well. So you, you, you can't run away from it, right? So either you can watch the video on my YouTube page, you can go to my blog post and watch this video. Or if you're if you're a subscriber of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry podcast, guess what? We're taking this audio. We're going to put that on there as well, too. So you guys be blessed. Have a great evening. And I'm going to see you guys next week.